Good day. It's the best day of the week. Great day to be alive. Great day to get better. I'm KL Frierson, and welcome to another episode of We Are More Than the Podcast. Hey, y'all. I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. Keep talking, I'ma give you some. Just keep running and running and running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Y'all already know. <laughs> you already know who it is. We've got uh, Mr. Oral, OJ, yeah, yeah. Phillips, a.k.a. Uh, Mr. Phillips, if you're nasty, a.k.a. Mr. Move On Up, a.k.a. Mr. Yay Yay, Mr. True King, Mr. Mr. Shit, one of the world's greatest dads. I can I can definitely say that. I've witnessed that. And I know Father's Day was some time ago, but shout out to to you, C. Jackson. My, my homie Chris. Tito. <laughs> Shia, Chad. Mishet. My other homeboy, Chris. Abendigo. <laughs> Talk about it. Uh, Your most, pops. My pops, for sure. Yeah. My pops, for sure. Man, okay. uh, um, saw my hero injured, but, man, he almost back to full strength. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's doing this thing, man. I'm, I'm excited. I am excited. Proud of him. Proud of his progress. But, um. Yeah, man. Let's let's jump in this. How you been doing, brother? You know, living, yeah, moving, grooving. You know, you know. God took me through some shit. I think you know. As I get older, I realize sometimes God take you through things because you gotta you gotta be humble. You know, so I felt like God needed to humble me, and you know, He did just that. What was going on? As far as what? What you was going through? Oh, just mental shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because mental health real. I was always one who ain't really subscribed to that shit. And it's part of cause how we was raised. You know what I'm saying? But you just go through shit mentally. And you gotta Damn, my shit is in there. Uh, professional. <laughs> but you heard it, you heard it vibrating. And then that shit just decided they want to do what they want to do. Oh, so unprofessional. Yeah, man. <laughs> I think part of my problem is because I don't even have to put my shit on vibrate at work. So I don't put it on vibrate nowhere. But yeah. That, I don't like that flex. <laughs> I gotta put mine on vibrate at work. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh yeah, see. I don't gotta put mine on vibrate. But then again, I work by myself. Yeah. So Yeah. But yeah, just mental shit, you know. But we back at it. That's what's up, man. Yeah. You know, it's it's always uh ain't never a bad thing to be humble. Yeah. Don't feel good. Yeah, it don't. Because during the time I feel like you're getting your ass mac. Yeah. Yeah. Mine was a weird it's it's weird. Because it's like you 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 set you set certain goals that you think gonna take forever to reach, and then when you reach them, it's almost like an awakening of like, okay, shit, now what's next? Right. And that's part of my issue. Um, Emmanuel Acho, mm-hmm. he was talking with D Wade and somebody else on, on. I can't remember what show it was on. He said he doesn't believe in goal setting. He said don't set goals because setting goals is such a finite thing. Yo, I, I I I can see why he would say that now. I didn't understand yeah. it before, but definitely now. Because once you set a goal and you hit it, especially if it's a big goal. Now, if it's some little 
you know, some little small stuff like that. I ain't talking about that. When I'm talking about big goals and you set it and you work hard, you bust your ass and you hit it. Then it leave you with a, a sense of like, okay, damn, now what's next? Right. Then you set another goal and you hit that and it's like, okay, well, damn, really what's next? So, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, he um I think he said that he believes in um setting objectives. Mm. Uh not necessarily goals, but it's it's one of those it, never mind what he said. Let me let me really throw this in real quick. So, you know, the big homie, uh TK at work, leaving the company, uh Tom. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Leaving the company. He sat me down for 30 minutes yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he said, I'm going to give you whatever information that you want. What are they going to do? Fire me? I love having those conversations mm-hmm. with people in positions of power mm-hmm. because it's it, they start kind of giving you the, the ins and outs of how to be able to move. Mm-hmm. He's even said, I've heard people looking. I see people looking. Mm-hmm. And he said, when you go somewhere, however you decide to move, Make sure you're looking at what the next steps could be once you get there. Because mm-hmm. when you do, and to tie that back in with what Emmanuel Acho says, like it's the objective. But then after you set the objective, you've already got your eyes set on what next target to hit. Mm-hmm. So like, it's, it's those kind of things. But I guess a bigger question would be, can you set objectives? Or have goals for all intents and purposes. And in hitting said goals, still have balance, like work-life balance, relationship balance, this balance, that balance. Um, Can you or is it one of those things that something has to take the majority of the focus and you fit everything else in where it fit in? I mean, it depends on what what you would call success. You know what I'm saying? To me, personally, I think, yeah. You can have work-life balance, but not if you're an alpha. There'll never be complete balance. There's going to always be something that's going to take the back seat. You know what I'm saying? And Like, I can only speak for the people I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got homeboys who damn near millionaires, and they work 70, 80 hours a week. You know what I'm saying? I got one that out of 12 months out of a year, he might see his wife three months. Damn. He might see his wife three months, but he moving and grooving. He do he provide a good life. Like yeah, she travel. Matter of fact, she in uh, last time I saw her, she was in Paris with the kids. Okay, but he ain't there. You know what I'm saying? Because he's somewhere else working. So it's just one of those. You know, I just don't believe it could be complete balance when you are alpha and you really out here trying to get it. Yeah, because you know I watch Kip and Shannon. Shannon said that he told everybody that he was involved with as far as emotionally, friends, family, whatever, that football take front seat. Yeah. When I'm done with this, then I'll give y'all the kind of time. And he was mentioning how you know I didn't go to my kids' games and do this and do that and those other things that because I was focused so much on the game of football. Mm-hmm. You're a Hall of Famer now. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Skip. Told his wife, you come number two to my career. Yeah. Flat out told her that. We know Skip ain't got no kids. Is that he said third? he, he yeah. chose not to have kids because of his career. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think, you know, like I said, it's a, it's some balance. You know, now, like at the job I, I'm at now, 
I have a little bit more work life balance. But I've had jobs before where, you know, I worked twelve hours a day. I had to really work and get it out the mud. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it helped me the way I'm at now, but I sacrificed a lot then. You know what I'm saying? There were days where I didn't see no or want to see no and I didn't see him or whatever the case may be. And, you know, if I get this it's going to be even worse. But it's just one of those I'm just naturally I'm naturally driven. So I just know I'm going to have to I'm going to have to sacrifice. It is what it is. Right. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah. Um, I think it was the late great Kobe that said be willing to sacrifice everything but compromise nothing. Yeah. And yeah, I, I think it doesn't scare me. It does concern me um, because and that's one of the things that I've spoken about in therapy as far as having that balance. Mm-hmm. And it's been, uh, you know, methods of achieving said balance. Mm-hmm. But there there's a there's a, a but especially if you try to put um, quantitative measures on it, like. I'm gonna put this much time, 24 hours in a day, eight here, eight here, eight here, and yeah, just that yeah, don't exist. yeah. And it's can I get quality out of two hours that yeah, I would you need, have to yeah that I would need to satisfy a uh, 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 balance mm-hmm. versus quantity out of however much time. Mm-hmm. And I mean that's I, it's a, you got to think about it. Even think about it in your own household. Like you know, I know your father. Most people may not. But wasn't he driving like an hour and a half every day to work? Yeah, he was driving an hour there, hour back. Uh, That's sacrifice. 60, 60 miles one way. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because I'm sure he could have found someplace closer. He was working closer. You know what I'm saying? And then ended up doing something that was going to help move the family forward. That's what I mean. So yeah. that's what that's yeah. the point I was getting at is, is he could have he stayed comfortable. Right. And said, okay, well, I'm not going to drive an hour every day there and back. But to move the family forward, you got to be, you know, like that's why I said as an alpha you're going to have to make some sacrifices because I'm sure there was mornings where he'd have loved to get up and been able to, you know, cook breakfast or, you know, things he may have missed or ran late to because he's driving. But as a man, you got to make that sacrifice. It is what it is. Like I tell Noah all the time, you know, where he had, they did something the other day. He wanted to play T-ball and they needed to go. They, his mom had to take him. Long story short. He was like, Daddy, why you ain't take me? And I'm like, look, you like the shit you got in your house? Yeah, you like to be able to get all this shit? Yeah. Daddy got to work. Right. I mean, it ain't no if and but any fans or buts about it. Now, you know, I can go and get a Walmart job and be here all day, every day, but you ain't gonna have shit. Right. It is what it is. And some people are okay with that. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with that at all. I'm just not built that way. I got you. You know. Plus I I'm a hard you. worker regardless. Yeah. I, when I did work at Walmart, I busted my ass. Right. And I can, with a bachelor's uh, degree. Yeah. I was at Best Buy. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And I my direct it. boss didn't have a GED. It yeah. was telling me what to do. Well, I'm going to tell you, uh, one of the Plastic Cup boys got a, a joke where he said he majored in accounting or majored in business or something like that. Mm-hmm. And ended up working at Foot Locker. And his boss was like, hey, college boy, since you good with numbers. <laughs> Put the 13s with the 13s and the 14s with the 14s. Oh, like, blooded, man. I was like, Real talk. damn. Real he talk. said that's how I refer to him all the time. Hey, college boy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. And what's crazy, man, just thinking back on that time, the dude I was working for was named Ros- Rosaldo. I'll never forget him. And it was it was time to make one of us the team lead over produce. Right. 
and I was busting everybody ass. I'm just like I said, I like to work hard. I didn't get it, so I asked him. I'm like, yo, why the f- why wouldn't you have given me that team lead position? He was like, because man, the person I gave it to gonna be here for years. I know I'm only gonna have you for maybe two more months, mm. and I got another job within like three weeks of that conversation. But mm. you know, so it's just one of them. You know, it is what it is. And I, sometimes we need those kind of conversations to move forward anyway. Yeah. I just, man, I'm mentoring this young dude. I ain't going to call it a mentorship, but I be trying to, you know, talk to him. You mentoring him. And I, I had to tell him sometimes, man, you got to take three steps back and look three years down the line and realize, okay, those three steps going to equal 100. But we don't got people telling us that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the old saying, two steps forward, one step back. Two yeah. steps forward. And I keep telling people, two steps forward and one step back is not a step back. That's the cha-cha. Just do this dance. Yeah. Do this dance and get there. And I know it sounds corny, but sometimes you just got to you gotta switch partners. You got to do a different dance in order to be able to move forward. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. man, I've been, I've been struggling with that that balance thing because it's one of those where yeah, and it's probably got a lot to do with TV and seeing things on the social media platforms or whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Like, uh, I was watching Martin. <laughs> um, I watched the reunion, and that made me go back and watch the mm-hmm. the actual show again. And it was, yo, I'm romantic, right? And she was like, nah, you know, why can't we go to this uh, club? Or why can't we do this? And why can't we do that? And where... In it, no, he wasn't the most romantic person or whatnot, but mm-hmm. I've been a part of relationships where it's, oh, why can't we do this? Why can't we do that? Why can't we do this? And every day I turn around, I'm in this job working these strong eight hours and I can't just take off because you know where we come from. Mm-hmm. If I take off, my numbers are contingent on that and that following week I could lose and so forth mm-hmm. and so on and not taking the vacations that I need to and and all of this different jazz. And I'm like, yo, this, these are the, unless you're going to show me that you're really helping me, mm-hmm. I can't sacrifice this and what I'm already doing for you in order to do something out of sheer want to sometimes like certain things has to take a back seat. Not everything, but certain things do have to take a back seat. Now I'm, I'm, understanding more of a, a work-life balance but then there's a you know personal gain personal objectives kind of thing that i'm going into as well where i know that there are certain things that's taken me away fortunate for me i have someone that understands mm-hmm. and that that wants to do things just as great as i do mm-hmm. and it's cheering me on as i'm cheering them on so like it's it's one of those things where it's it's qualitative versus quantitative time mm-hmm. that's being spent but I've been I've been struggling with this this balance thing, and I I couldn't wrap my head around it. But you said some things just now that that kind of that kind of hit home. Yeah. Even looking at my own pop, like I and I've used him as an example before, and it's amazing that you use someone as an example that you lose sight of the example that they said. Yeah. Because you're so close to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, and the reason why what made me think of that is I'm a I'm a finalist for this this last position. <laughs> well, it was where I would be the uh, recruiting director for hell we go be more right you know what I'm saying but I would have to either relocate to Charlotte or I would be hybrid where I'd be working from home three days but I have to be in Charlotte for two you know what I'm saying but the money so life changing is just one of those 
I'm gonna have to have conversations with people. Right. Like, yo, I'm not gonna see you. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Like, but this where I'm trying to go, and these are the steps I'm gonna have to take. And I just started thinking of people around me, you know, like your pops was one. You know what I'm saying? I got an uncle, my uncle Al, God bless the dead, but he was another one. He lived in Buford, but he was driving to Aiken to work. You know what I'm saying? So it's people out here who do it. Like I got an aunt now living something. So you drive to uh, to the other side of Columbia every day and drive back home. It's just people out there making sacrifices. Yeah. When you when you got something in your mind, you got to do it. Because I know my mom was traveling 40 minutes to work to Williamsburg County. You know what I'm saying? And when she, her last two, three years working in Williamsburg County, she was the principal at D.P. Cooper, which was an hour away. Mm-hmm. Was it D.P. Cooper? It was. It wasn't D.P. Cooper, but it was in that that area, Hemingway. Mm-hmm. And she was an hour away. Yeah, she did sacrifice. My dad retired twenty thirteen, mm-hmm. but he did that thirty plus years, where he was a strong hour away from work, to and from, mm-hmm. and not how he started. How he ended was when it was more flexible for him to come home. You know, work the eight to five. Mm-hmm. But when he started, it was graveyard shifts and all mm-hmm. kind of things. He was working on the pot line, you know, what have you. So it would be times where he would work a 12, come home for like three, four hours, go back, work a 12. Like, so it's <laughs> those kind of things. Talk. Yeah. So, man. yeah. Yeah. But look at the life that he was able to provide. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it take that. I tell him all the time. Like, I, I felt like we were the Huxables. Don't my, feel like uh, don't do that. We wasn't always. We right, wasn't man. always. We ain't gonna have this conversation. Yeah, we wasn't always what we were. We gonna have this conversation. I got there at the end of my seventh grade year. Don't act like that. Don't act like that. Do not act like. I ain't that. saying nothing, man. Look, I ain't saying nothing because they Lord knows they know or don't know the struggle. So and he don't the, need what to. What the hell I'ma say? He don't need to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, sacrifices are necessary. Uh, balance is necessary, but now that I've said it out loud, um, looking at balance as a qualitative measure mm-hmm. versus a quantitative measure may help me more. And uh, thank you for opening my eyes on having the Yoda in the house that showed exactly what sacrifice was, yeah, is, yeah. and still being able to pour into us because, like, you know, me and my mom. She's the one that took us to school, mm-hmm. um, you know, PTA meetings or what they call PTO now, all of that other jazz. Um, my dad was very much so there, but it was more in quality necessary to, in, than in time. Yeah. And then once he changed positions, we got more time. Yeah, he made the time work. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just when I do give you my time, that's how I feel now when I'm around people like when I give you my time I'm gonna give you my undivided attention yeah because they ain't I ain't got much time to give you so when I give it to you I'm gonna give you all I got yeah. but that's just a sacrifice you gotta make then once I get to where I'm going then I, you have all the time you want but right now I got to do it while I'm still fairly young I got you now as far as balance has that been something that you've been kind of mulling over as well or I ain't got no balance man I'm working constantly Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just, and that could be because of my personal situation. I'm just tight where it's just like, okay, shit, I ain't coming home to nobody, so I ain't going to sit in the house and just bullshit. <clears throat> so I come home and I do shit, you know, like 
Uh, yeah. That came out of they wrote me on LinkedIn like, yeah, we looking for a contractor. I'm, so I was coming home and doing contract work on the side. And now they want to make me full time and take over the actual recruiting department. But that's just the type of stuff I was doing where it's just like, you know, I ain't taking no time off. I'll go work eight hours. Then I was coming home and working another seven. You know what I'm saying? And then making beats, going to the gym, coming home, taking a shower, going to sleep, getting up at six o'clock, doing that shit all over again. You know what I'm saying? Just go, go, go. Because I know where I'm trying to get to. I got certain goals that whenever I tell regular people about them, that shit be so far over their head, they don't get it. Right. So now I just keep it to myself like it is what it is. That's sight versus vision, though. Yeah. So. And we've talked about that several times. It ain't even a dead horse. It's a horse that people need to get on, but not everybody going to get on it. No. Nah. Because not everybody understand it. Sight versus vision is real, y'all. Yeah, and, uh, but the Bible also says stop giving your uh, pearls to swine. I mean, well, you know, I, hopefully this is, uh, I mean, it's, it's syndicated because we uh, we on every platform. You sensitive. Bro. No. What do you say? The podcast is on every yeah, platform. I, I know you know what I'm saying. I dug it. Yeah. So, I mean, whether they take it or not, that's on them. Pause. Hold up. Yeah, <laughs> Be careful with your words, man. R. Kelly just found that out the hard way. Bravo! Oh, man. They can decide to take it or not. Yeah, everybody was like, yo, man, we not getting a, uh, a R. Kelly versus. And somebody was like, yes, we are. It was R. Kelly versus the state of Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> but when this R. Kelly uh, Usher versus come out, um, when they do same girl and they will out of TV, Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, somebody it was funny. Somebody commented on one of Usher's pictures and was like, "If you and R. Kelly was messing with the same girl, you going to jail next." Oh, I was like, people cold blooded. But that also lets you know, man, this world so messed up. There's people out there that don't even care what R. Kelly did. They want to see him in the verses. That's crazy. We gonna we gonna <laughs> we gonna get into some of the screwed up stuff that's going on. Let's uh let's, cold blood, let's dial back on balance real quick before we go into uh one of one of the kings of R and B. Um, I really ain't a good person to have a balanced conversation with, man. Yeah, you are actually nah, because I don't have balance. I never have since you've known me. I'm 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 a tunnel vision type of person. Yeah, and this is true. You know what I'm saying? I'm a. I just when I set my mind on some shit, don't nothing else matter but that. See, but you you said something profound in that, saying that if I am giving you time in these moments, oh yeah, then that means that this is something to be valued. Do you have? Do you have those conversations? I know that you're in the dating world, mm-hmm. um, and it ain't just bad for you. It's bad for a lot of people because. Uh, Pauline's in the dating world mm-hmm. and every now and again she said I'm gonna give you a good kiki so she'll send me something that she saw on um, one of the, the dating apps or whatever mm-hmm. and she'll say this is what I have to deal with but then you'll send me something and saying, hey bro mm-hmm. this is what it is that I'm dealing with mm-hmm. so when you go into a relationship or talking stages or whatever it's called do you say hey I am XYZ type person so if I'm doing these things to give you my time, mm-hmm. then that's something that, you know, I like this is the quality that I'm giving you. And this is because this you you mean X, Y, Z to me at this point. Mm-hmm. 
Like, do you have that butt naked yeah. conversation? Well, I'm the type where I tell people up front, I believe in now. I'm just at the age now where I ain't holding shit back. I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. Either you can choose to deal with it or you don't because I don't really need you. And that sound bad, but that's just where I'm at because it's one of those. Like, I just had a conversation. I was telling you, you know the girl I was talking yeah. about. Well, I was just having a conversation with her where I am now at a point where you can consider me, what the, what's the term they use now? High value man. Right. I'm at that point now where I'm just like, okay, I don't need you for shit. I can enhance your life, but you can't enhance mine in no way, shape, form. You know what I'm saying? Unless you're talking about some wifely duties type shit, but anything other than that, I don't really need you. But I also let them know with, what come with that is, is I'm not going to be the guy who's going to call you all day, every day. Right. That ain't going to be me. I'm not going to text you all day, every day. That's not going to be me because, for instance, I may have a day where out of eight hours, I'm in six hours worth of meetings. I've seen it. Where I can't text you. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I'm in a meeting with a vice president and the, the, the CEO. Where it's just us three in the room. You blowing my phone up. Sorry, baby. I cannot text you. But I've had women who they date guys where they can text them all day. Right. That's what they want. They want somebody who can give them constant attention. That is not me. So that's why I'm realizing now the type of woman that I, I deal best with is somebody who's career focused and career driven. Where she can't text me all day. Right. That's one of those, when we leave each other, you got some shit to do. I got shit to do. Yeah. Let's go do what we And then when we, we come together. And then we good. Yeah. We're going to focus on each other. But when we leave, you know, like I've met women who don't understand. Like, okay, I get my son. Like, this week is my week. So I have him. I'll have him a little bit more because we're going out of town. But most weeks I have him five nights. And then the next week I don't have him but two nights. So on my week, I'm going to spend time with my son. Right. So until he go to bed, I'm not talking on no phone. Some women don't understand that. Why you can't talk to me while you're playing with him? Because that ain't fair to him. Right. Now, if we get to a certain point, you know what I'm saying, you will just come over and you can be with me while I'm playing with him and then we can do that. But if you can't make it past this, it is what it is. Yeah, you can't get to that next stage. But the dating world a whole nother thing, man. You know what I'm saying? I used to say the dating world sucks. It don't suck. The world sucks. Right. You know what I'm saying? I sent you a video the other day where a guy was just asking random women on the street, you want to be in a relationship? Nah, you know, I'm I'm just in it to, you know, for one night stands. Yeah. Or I'm in it for this. Or I'm in it for that. And yeah, there was young girls, but still. That, but that lets yeah. you know where, where things are headed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where things headed. And it's already bad because only one out of four women would ever get married. Right. So now if you're saying half of them, half of that four don't even want to get married. That's where things, it's just messed up, man. It is what it is. So you said something just now. That's a trigger for me. And it's been a trigger for me for yeah, years. Uh, you said wifely duty. Ooh, what a yeah, wifely duty. Uh, I bet you, I bet you, you don't want none. Look out. You know you're messing with the wrong ones. Now watch out. You keep talking, I'm going to give you some. Just keep running and running and running. But when you were a kid, they told us to write our they goals did. down. They did. And they, and they lied. Did. And it's important when you're a kid. Yeah. You said they dumb. They lied. Well, tell me something new. I said goals are dumb because a goal is the simplest way to fail. See, if you set a goal and you don't achieve it, you ruin your self-esteem. If you set a goal and you do achieve it, congrats. But what if you could have done more? D-Wade, we all do something like this. At 26, 
I want to be married. At 28, Twitch, I want to have kids. By 30, I want to own a home. But what happens when you're 31 mm. and you have none of those things? Mm. Now you start to question yourself. I no longer believe in goals. I believe in setting an objective with no limitations. Because a goal is an end towards which energy is aimed. But why in the world would I start something with the end in mind? As you can see, it's a knowledge bank right here. This brother is, is doing incredible work. Emmanuel's book, Illogical, saying yes to a life without limits is available everywhere books are sold.